Uh, Mickey? Okay. You got it right. Perfect. Well, I'm alive. Well, how are we all doing today? Pretty good, Thanks yeah. for having us. Good, Pretty good, good. Uh, today we have two very special guests. So how about you guys introduce yourselves? Oh, I guess I'll go first. Um, hi, I'm Nikki Sudo, uh, top-ranked female competitive eater with Major League Eating. Uh, I'm the six-time defending nation's hot dog eating champion on the women's side, and I'm going for my seventh belt next week. And Nick Weary, the, uh, the mister to this prom queen <laughs> over here, number eight with Major League Eating, and uh, just he helping her prep for uh, title defense, you know, or hopefully title number seven. Well, uh, uh, if, you're, if you're listening or watching, wow. you may recognize Nick from a previous podcast. You know, he, he talks oh, about okay. eating so much stuff, and then he's like, absolutely jacked. <laughs> <laughs> and then his other half is here as well. So we got like a, a, Welcome to the I'm, a I'm great not. show ahead. <laughs> so, um, yeah, what we start off with, lads. I suppose we'll start off with a preparation for next week. How are you doing for that so far? Uh, you know, this year we found out really, I mean, relatively last minute that we were having a contest at all. So I found out on the 15th that I'd be competing. Um, the contest itself is going to be a little bit modified. It's a smaller field. There's no crowd. We're indoors. Uh, but, you know, so I'm throwing together some sort of practice and preparation in the two weeks that I had at my disposal. I'm super, super fortunate that I've had Nick at my side every step along the way. So, you know, he's kind of helped me mentally focused even just through the whole pandemic ordeal, um, even before we knew that we had a contest going. He's been keeping me sane. So when we did find out that there was a contest, I was, you know, mentally in as good of a place as I could have hoped. Um, and now it's just, you know, putting together, putting everything in, into motion. Uh, we're doing my second hot dog practice tomorrow. We've been working out in the gym. You know, I've been focusing on cardio every day. Uh, Nick's more into training. But, yeah, so I have a great training, sparring partner, somebody to keep me focused and motivated here. Um, so I'd say, you know, it's, it's last minute. Everything's condensed. But I think I'm on the right track. You think you're going to win? <laughs> That's good, that? <laughs> oh, I mean, you know, I don't think you're supposed to go into competition thinking that you're not going to win. So, um, you know, I, I think I think mm. I like that attitude. That, <laughs> I, you know, I think Smart Money says that I'm going to take my seventh belt home, but obviously I'm going to have to put the right amount of I'm going to have to put work into that. It's not it's not just handed to me. But more than just winning, yeah. I'd really like to finally take that women's record. Um, you know, 45 hot dogs in 10 minutes. You know, away from you know, the previous record holder once and for all this year. I've never hit 45, so we're going to be you repeat, on. What was that? Could you repeat how many hot dogs, just so everyone <laughs> hears it again? Oh, okay. So the current <laughs> record is 45 hot dogs in 10 minutes, um, held by Sonia Thomas, who set that record before I even knew competitive eating was a thing. So it's, it's a longstanding record from many, many, many years ago. I've never hit 45 at the table, but, you know, I know it's possible, and... I'm really going to be shooting for that in addition to just merely winning this year. That is nearly five hot dogs a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Jesus. 
you know, or you just do 10 the first minute and you know, take it easy in the last part of the contest. Because I've seen you guys uh, start, start to do the hot dog t- practice earlier. And uh, it's like, there's, there's no way they finished it that fast because it was only the Instagram thing. I didn't get the whole thing. Um, you know, that, that, that's crazy. How? Uh, we, didn't, uh, we didn't upload the full practice. Just like little, yeah. just little snippets. I, I mean, I, I don't know if I want to show my whole hand. I don't even know. I don't even know who I'm competing against, to be honest. So, you know, I figured I'd keep some of that mystery there. Um, I've been telling people I'm going to do better than last year, but you know, I, I think it'd be fun for them to just see on their own and be surprised. Yeah. All right. Tomorrow will go better. So I no. think you're you're, kind of, you're looking up Sonia Thomas right now. It's um yeah, S O N Y A. Yeah, you Thomas. S O N Y A. Just feel like Sonia Thomas be here, but yeah, Sonia was um. Oh Yeah, she was the top dog for the females for um, a long time on the eating circuit, and one of the top eaters of the circuit for a period of time. So she's got that women's record, but um, pretty much all of her previous like women's records outside of a few obscure eating contests uh miki has taken um like miki's pretty much undoubtedly the the most successful female and um, in major league eating history um she's the only one that's beaten joey and jeff and um pretty much everyone at the table one time or another so uh, I think, you know, next week, um, it'll be exciting to see the numbers she can hit. You know, it's fun for us to practice together because we're two completely different eaters, like out of the box. Um, I'm typically a little faster the first few minutes, but she keeps this insane pace. And as I'm dying eight minutes into the contest, she's kind of just cruising along, <laughs> consuming, you know, whatever it is the reading. So it'll be, um, it'll be really exciting to see, you know, I'm excited to see how the practice goes tomorrow. Um, because if it's one of those things where, like, I'm typically pretty quick out of the contest. Maybe a good good first minute might be nine hot dogs for me, nine and a half hot dogs in the first minute. Um, so if she's on pace with me that first minute, she can really put up an unbelievable number because she can keep a, a pretty insane pace. Yeah. And I need you how many hot dogs in a minute? <laughs> the, the best I've done is almost 10. 10 in a minute is, is the best I've gotten down. Um, I, I, in no way can I keep that pace. But um, if she's if, if I'm if tomorrow we start a practice and I'm at nine and she's around like eight by minute five, uh, she'll kind of be shithousing me in the practice. Generally speaking, <laughs> um, I start to really slow down, um, you know, but. But you never know. You know, it's one of those things where that's that's kind of the fun part is is that competitive outlet that we have against each other where it's like uh, I there is no one I want to beat more than her, you know, and vice versa. So it's it's really fun, you know, and to see her go in and obviously with the plan of not only winning, but but trying to break that record. um, It's really cool from my side, too. Do you feel? Do you find that uh, helpful when you're doing competitions that uh, you're going up against each other as well? Oh, absolutely. Because even prior to meeting and moving in with Nick, um, I practiced with Michelle Lesko, who's the she's won. She's taken now. She's taken the second place spot at Nathan's a couple of years in a row now. So she's a great friend uh, on the circuit and a best one of my closest friends in real life. Probably my closest friend in real life. Um, but anyway, uh, so yeah, we were competitors at the table, but we would train with each other. So I've done, 
I've done a practice with her at least once every single year with her since 2013. And this is the first year that we're not going to get to practice together. So I've always really relied on having other people, mainly her. Um, you know, now that she's across the country, I have Nick and I'm super fortunate for that. But yeah, for, for me personally, having somebody to compete against um, gives that sense of, uh, I don't know, urgency. Yeah, without a doubt. It's, you know, you want it's when you're practicing by yourself, like I did for the longest time, um, and you're just like in your on your porch or in your basement, when you're at hot dog number 35 or moon pie number 50 or something like that, you kind of, there's this part of you that's like, what the hell am I doing? Yeah, what am I doing <laughs> with my life? How did I get here? Why am I eating hot dogs in my kitchen by myself? Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm covered in crystal light and I'm consuming my 40th case hot dog. Um, but, but, so when you're against somebody, it's definitely that both of us are extremely competitive. We don't go into contests just to compete or just to have fun or, or any of this stuff. Like, um, you know, I've said it before, show me a good loser and I'll show you a loser. Basically, it's like we, we both go in there with the intention of beating everyone. You know, it's not, oh, I go in there to be better than myself. Yeah, that's adorable, says the person with the ninth place magenta trophy. No, I go in there to try to beat every <laughs> single person, including if it's I like just your her. attitude. Thank you. Yeah. Including if it's just her and we're in the kitchen. Um, I see the picture you brought up of Michelle. Michelle, yeah, she's known as a Yeah, I've got to ask. That, yeah. that, that, I remember seeing that in the Guinness Book of World Records years yeah. ago. That That is... How do you look this woman in the eye? <laughs> well, I don't because Michelle's about four foot eleven, so I look well over her head. But um, oh, wow. she's, um, she's um, impressive. No, she's incredible when it comes, particularly foods that are kind of rough to the taste or the palate, like relish and and mayonnaise and things like that. Um, she's unbelievable, just putting up with flavor fatigue, um, and, and a good friend to both of ours, so. Yeah, you can see us eating that burrito, no, actually, those were, those were individual burrito challenges, um, on that second row there, so yeah, she went for the speed record, I doubled the challenge, and took my time and ate two, I, I don't know, we, we just had fun like that at different restaurants, um, around Arizona, and she also visited me in, uh, Las Vegas when I lived there, so it's really, it's super unfortunate that she's not gonna, probably make it to the table this year um, because of the state of Arizona situation. Yeah, it's, it's really cool to have that competitive outlet in each other and then friends that do it too. That makes it a little bit easier to rationalize to yourself, um, you know, ramming 15 pounds or something down your face. <laughs> in your you know, after we had uh, you on, we, I made myself two burgers and I wanted to see how fast I could eat them. <laughs> I'm not even gonna. What's I'm not even gonna say how embarrassingly long it took. <laughs> That's okay, you know. Like I think most people think we get that all the time. Is people will see. I mean, particularly her. If we go into a restaurant and order a challenge, they're like, "Oh, are you gonna eat it?" I'm like, "Nah, she is." And she gets this unbelievable look. Or people will say to us like, "Oh, I could totally beat you in pancakes," or mm -hmm. or uh, if it was a pizza contest, I could totally do it. And I'm not comparing what we do to the LeBron Jameses, you know, and, and Ken Griffey Juniors and the elite. But what I'm saying is anything done at a world-class level is so far ahead of your average person, you know, and that includes competitive yeah. eating. I don't think most people can fathom eating, you know, I'm ranked eighth in the world, but I did 17 pounds of poutine in 10 minutes. You know, she did 20, 21 and a half or 22 most people can't even begin to fathom what that looks like, feels like, or anything. You know, it is, it is, um, yeah. it's kind of insane. 
Yeah, it must be nice to have that though, like being a world champion in something. It's it's fun because I have somebody at the end of the day to relate to, you know. So we get to I don't know, it's more it makes contests more exciting. It makes the stress surrounding competitions a little bit more manageable. It makes every win a little bit more rewarding because he knows the work that goes into it. So I definitely appreciate having, you know, Nick around. And mm-hmm. I mean, you could say that about any competitive eating friends, but I mean, you know. But, you know, he's there all the time. So, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He can't yeah. understand me better than anyone. Um, she she gives me a feel. So I'm, I'm a really bad loser. Um, so <laughs> after the contest, when I'm like um, not really talking to anybody for a period of time, she brings me back and makes me remember, like, relax. Like, you, you only lost to, like, say, number, like, one, two, and four in the world. So it's okay. You still ate two gallons of fries, cheese curds, and gravy. So you can calm down. <laughs> and plus you yeah. could also, you know, crush them with your bare fingers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at this guy. Everyone look at this guy. <laughs> Yeah, that I mean, is, uh, if you're listening yeah. on Spotify, go to YouTube and check this dude. Man, seriously, Nick, like, come on, man. Like, you, you don't have to be angry. You, <laughs> you can probably Your shoulders the, the size of my head. <laughs> I'm trying to make them the size of my head, but I have, a, I have a giant head. So really, it's just my life goal is to make my body look symmetrical and not topple over. That's all it really is, you know. It's like when you, when you have this bowling ball melon, like I have, you have no choice but to try to get bigger or just look like a bobblehead your whole life. <laughs> Fair enough. I don't know, this guy looks like he could just intimidate somebody into giving him first place. That would be nice. It hasn't worked yet, but it, it is fun. Like when I get the reactions of telling people, like, oh, yeah, I'm actually a professional. Because people ask, even at work, like, oh, are you a bodybuilder? I'm like, no, like, you compete. I'm like, I'm actually a professional competitive eater. And they kind of laugh it off and walk away. And, and then they'll come back a few minutes later. They're like, wait, are you serious? Like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm completely serious. You know, I don't exactly. I mean, but neither of us. They wouldn't expect it out of me. They certainly wouldn't expect it out of her. You know, so it's um, that's kind of the fun part is when, when her and I are leaving the gym and people would expect us to be more of like a an acting couple or, or some type of, you know, mm. like clothing model or something like that. And it's like, no, we both, we put away a combined 40 pounds of poutine in 10 minutes. <laughs> That's insane. No, 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 just, it is insane. It's completely insane. I love yeah. it so much. That's why I love having you guys on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, even, even when uh, the food's sitting in front of me at the start of a contest, it's really surreal looking at, 40, 50 hot dogs, thinking that I'm expected to eat those. Mm-hmm. It's just, seeing all that food at once still, still sends me into shock. I'm, yeah, I would say the only one that, like, I'm, I'm not the only one, but what I'm really excited about is when they give us, like, that 20-plus pound tray of wings at Hooters, that, the wing contest I'm really excited about, because I'm like, this is... I actually wanted to ask about wing contests. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Um, do, will they, like, check how much you stripped off the, the bone, like? Yeah, well, the, like, the whole how's that work? Uh, it's done by weight. So the, the number of wings that you get is actually, it's a mathematical conversion. They weigh the bowl before, and then they weigh it again after. And the displacement is, I want to say it's converted every half an ounce, gives you credit for one wing, something to that effect. But it's all done by weight. So the more ounces of meat you eat, the more you get credit for in terms of wings. Um, and that really, that, that uh, eliminates any variation in how clean people eat wings. 
Uh, I mean, it happens. You got to be careful because you, mean, you don't want to do that. You, yeah, you'd prefer not to. Um, but like, you'll get some cartilage pieces and stuff because you're trying to go for speed. And like, like in who and um, like Tahoe last year, for example, you know that was the the wing contest that I you know was able to beat her. I did 223 in 10 minutes, and she did like 215. <laughs> and then in Buffalo, she beat me like you know oh, fucking like, loser. Come on, like that's. Yeah. Yeah, so it's um it's tough. You know, in Buffalo she did two hundred plus to my I think I only did like hundred and seventy or hundred and eighty. Um I had a rough day there, but um it's um Yeah, Buffalo is rough. I actually got wing sauce in my eye a few minutes into that contest. There's there's pictures of me with one close. I look like a pirate eating Mm -hmm. buffalo wings. It was um, it was not pleasant. I mean, either way, she probably would have beat me in Buffalo. She had a really good weekend. Um, but those are fun wing contests. Are probably some of my favorite ones. Yeah. Jeez, like these numbers are crazy. I eat like one one spice box and then like a, a, a portion of fried rice, and I feel like my stomach is about to explode. <laughs> at, a, at a family barbecue, I go for my third hot dog, and they're like, "Hey, hey, hey! You had two already, kid. Put down." I think that's part and of it. Then look at you guys. I grew up, you know, um, pretty uh, broke. You know, my family was not did not have a lot of money. And, um, we, so when there was, let's say there were six of us and there's seven chicken legs or something like that for dinner, it's like, you better eat fast, but it doesn't really matter because dad's taking that set, that seventh chicken leg anyway. So if you want to <laughs> eat, you eat quickly. Um, and, and that's, I think where some of my like eating quickly came from and my ability to like, uh, consume large amounts of liquid was you kind of do that when you're really hungry and, and whatever. So um, that's actually one of the ways to, um, I'm really happy about this year. Um, one of the things people don't talk about is like going into Nathan's, Nathan Smithfield is donating 100,000, um, hot dogs to food banks. Um, and each individual competitor is donating to a food bank of choice and major league eating will also be making a donation to a food bank. Um, as well as like the $10,000 that we raised for Feeding America earlier uh, this year for the Bet Online Quarantine Challenge. that So that's really cool for me, especially coming from um, humble beginnings, so to speak, to be able to use our bizarre slash unique talents to, uh, to give back in large amounts. That's something kind of cool because a lot of people don't associate those things with competitive eating. Yeah. Hmm. I just had like a really random you guys must get a... Go on, Thomas. Oh, Dara, Go ahead. Random thoughts. Are you sure? <laughs> Random thought, right? I'm just thinking. Of course. Is, is there at any point in time when eating fast, like obviously both of you are insanely fast at eating stuff. Yeah. So is there any time that like benefits you in everyday life? Because I could totally see you like rushing to get on a plane, but you want to eat something first. <laughs> and you just <laughs> kill it in like three seconds. And then you yeah, like it. I, I... <laughs> I, I guess I've never had a problem right. with not being fast enough. I mean... Yeah, there's definitely times I think people's like hands would be tied and they're like they're they're sitting there or like a phone you get a phone call and you get a mouthful of food. Oh, that's another one. Most people would probably have to like let it go and then try to call the person back and then you play the game where they just called you but they don't pick yeah. up and you call them back. 
With us, it's kind of like, oh, what do I have? Actually, yeah. You know, a piece of pizza in my hands. If I have about four seconds, this is gone. So I'll try. <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, working in the restaurant industry too, you don't get proper breaks. Uh, when I was a waitress or bartender, so if I had, you know, five or ten minutes to sneak away, I could just eat an entire meal in half that time. I guess. I mean. I guess that's a problem that some people yeah, might have. I didn't. I never thought of it that way. But like working in gyms or, or working retail, um, sometimes you're solo on the floor, and like a lot of times I would just bring like a 32 ounce shake or something. And for me, 32 ounces is probably about you know five seconds just to be able to chug it down. So like it's that's probably way more convenient. I guess I never really thought that uh, it benefits me like that in day to day life. Oh yeah, no. <laughs> I, I had to have a, what is it, like some sort of abdominal check or something? I don't know. So it's part of a physical. I had to drink like 32 ounces of some sort of fluid. And the lady said I should probably get a head start on that because it could take me some time. And I just, <laughs> I, I'm like, 32 ounces? This is nothing. This is two pint glasses. Jeez. Um, so yeah, I, I guess, I don't know. These are the That's, things that take for granted, exactly. I suppose. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. Five seconds to drink 32 ounces. Come <laughs> It takes me like an stop. hour to drink a can of monster. Dara can do it in four. That's... Good man, Dara. Man, no, 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 no. All right. For the pints, now, if we're talking about drink, man, is scold them. Yeah, but that's 16 ounces. A pint is 16, so, like, that is... Wow. Yeah, I've seen videos like um, Badlands. You know, Eric Booker has his his channel Badlands Chugs, um, which is eighty zillion subscribers at this point. Um, <laughs> he did um, the four of us did a chug on like a bottle of some type of soda, so like in Buffalo, and in small amounts, like in large amounts. If we're talking a gallon plus. I'll typically lose to some of the higher ranked eaters, but I was able to beat Badlands in a small amount. Like that was a few seconds to get out of that glass. Um, so yeah, I mean anything small, like at 16 ounces, you're you're literally talking seconds. Like <laughs> that is insane. Like you're t you're saying, Jared, it takes me four seconds for a pint. It takes uh, this man four seconds for two. <laughs> yeah, um, check out Badlands channel if you haven't. He's pretty unbelievable, oh, particularly yeah. with, like carbonated stuff or just like he chugs out of like the boot a lot, or he'll do like sixty-four ounce slushies, which are an absolute nightmare. Oh because, my like, god, brain freeze galore! Yeah, Badlands is unbelievable, and honestly, that man right there in those pictures is arguably the kindest human being I've ever met. Like that is that is a genuinely good human being too. So that's like supporting his channel, checking out his stuff. One, it's unbelievable, and two, he's just a really good guy. Like there, there's not a person. Uh, I've, I've seen him in memes before. I have yeah. seen him in memes when he's at the end of a chug. Well, yeah. Yeah. I think no. My favorite video of his is uh, the big smoke order where he dresses up oh, like yeah. smoke from San Andreas and does the big smoke order challenge. Yeah. Yeah, and I was like, a... oh my god, dedication right there. Like... <laughs> yeah, he he came straight up to me at my uh, at the first contest where, that we competed against each other um, in May of 2013, my first year competing. He just goes right up to me with a purpose and gives me a t-shirt and the biggest hug and welcomes me to competitive. He's like, he's the nicest <laughs> that's person really nice. ever. Yeah, that's wholesome. Yeah, and I'm super lucky because he'll be there... Um, on July fourth, I think performing and eating maybe. Um, he's done a few. He's done a few interviews. 
So we'll see. So I, I have that to look forward to. He's somebody that I definitely look forward to seeing on the circuit. Oh, yeah. Oh, I can't on. explain how cool this is. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, I actually had a question uh, for you, Mickey. Um, yeah. Uh, when you do like, um, what you call them? Eating challenges. Mm -hmm. Do you ever get discriminated against because you're a professional eater? Uh, yeah, but that's not a personal thing. I, I don't know if I'd go, I, I don't know if I'd call it discrimination. Uh, just some restaurants opt to ban competitive or ban professional eaters from taking on their challenges altogether. I came, I came across that problem on my drive, on my cross country drive from Arizona to Connecticut. So last September, uh, I set up several challenges to break up this cross country trip on my way to the East Coast. And uh, on a couple instances, the day prior to me doing the challenge that was already scheduled, they called me back and canceled saying that I was ineligible for being professional. They'd looked me up. And anyway, so, but that's just some restaurants you know, choosing to not award cash prizes to professionals. And, you know, it's their business, their rules. I really can't complain. Um, but I will say that it gets a little bit dicey when they knowingly let us take on challenges and then purposely mislead us or double the challenge size or weight or try to cut down the time. Basically, they change the, the specifications or the rules because of who we are. And I feel like that's a little bit underhanded. I'm not going to name names, but that's happened to me. Yeah, that's not unlike. What? Why do you think they might do that? Um, I, you know, I think some places are just. I mean, it could be a couple reasons. Some are reluctant to award cash prizes. Others, I feel that their reputation and their egos tied to this undefeated challenge. So it's it's something like a like a pride thing, I guess. Um, you know, which is silly yeah. because I'd like to think that by a professional eater coming by, promoting your restaurant, just saying good things about the food and the service, you know, we can offer a little bit of value to them. Um, but then again, you know, their restaurant, their rules, um, and ultimately, if they decide to switch up those rules on us, can't really do much about it. You wouldn't do call the police. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I was thinking actually, like, I if if I was a business owner, and you know, that's my business. I have this big undefeated challenge. I'd, I'd rather if someone like you came in and bet it. Uh, number one, female competitive eater. Like, the only person to beat it would be, like, if that was you, that'd be, that'd be amazing. Yeah, that's kind of the I think that'd be good for it. business. Yeah, and a lot of times, like, we'd have no problem, particularly because we'll call ahead of time to make sure that the challenge is active. Yeah, or we don't want to waste anybody's time. So it's like, I have no problem you know, posting on social media beforehand or afterwards and saying how great the service was and this, that, and the other. And especially now in the days of like Yelp and all the social media posts, mm -hmm. that will go miles, particularly if somebody buries you. Like, because mm -hmm. more people are willing to post negative stuff, like a whole bunch of Karens, like just whining out of business. And so, too many. like, somebody whose job it is to eat posting about how great your restaurant is, that's probably going to go a long way. But some people just, um, their ego, they get a little big for their britches because they have some seven-pound sandwich that they don't want somebody to be. <laughs> yeah. The undefeated seven-pound sandwich. Yeah. Lovely. Yeah. Or you get competitive eaters that um, a challenge is brand new because they've All worked right. it out with a restaurant to create a challenge. And they're the first person that's ever tried it. And they'll make like a YouTube video or they'll post about it. Like the previously undefeated such and such burger challenge. 
Well, yeah, by default. That's true of anything. Like, I was undefeated as a competitive eater before I ever competed, too. <laughs> yeah. It's... <laughs> Good point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, obviously, um, if, I, if you think of a competitive eater, you don't think of you guys. You think... <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> not, 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 that's not a bad, no. I mean, in terms of your fitness. Um, like, you guys are insanely fit. Could you tell us a bit about uh, your training routines? Oh, that's definitely Nick question. the rest of your dieting? <laughs> that's definitely Nick no, question. I mean, we're, um, our diets, I'll say six out of seven days, are, are spot on. Like, I'm a little bit more macronutrient counting based and like from years of competing in bodybuilding. Um, so um, I'm, my protein is still astronomically high compared to a normal person, probably 300 plus grams a day, which I'm not saying is necessary, but it keeps me fuller and helps me retain some form of muscle tissue. Um, and then other than that, it's um, a good amount of like oatmeal and, and veggies for me. And with her, it's, a good amount of boneless, skinless chicken and a boatload of like kale, broccoli, onions, mushrooms, celery. So I really like my vegetables. Yeah, she... and, but I mean, I I'm I, I'm not as particular with counting calories or macronutrients. I'm unlike Nick. I mean, yeah, because that's not my background. I just prefer to stay active in any way that I can. So yeah. Yeah. So for her, it's predominantly cardio, a little bit of resistance training, maybe a couple days a week with me, and then for me, it's pretty much purely resistance training um and if i want to do cardio i'll just weight train faster um you know it's um, it's i i did cardio when i was getting ready for shows but pretty much ever since um i got ready for bodybuilding shows i haven't done too much cardio um except for like occasionally maybe getting ready for like you know a nathan's or a bigger contest i'll do a little bit so that i because really i, I want to be I eat better when I'm in what I guess most people would consider insanely good shape. When I have like veins running through my abs and my face is kind of drawn and, and stuff like that. Like for me, and I'm not saying this in a conceited way. I mean, it seriously, like it's become normal, I guess, you know, um, it's not for everybody, but like once you get into the kind of shape where you could like grate cheese on your butt cheeks, you know, like <laughs> any, anything shy of that kind of like you feel. We worse. just found the name of this episode. <laughs> yeah so you know it's um but yeah we, we we feel better when we're leaner we eat better when we're leaner so and it's you know kind of fun for us to do together is, is stay in shape and then eat enough food to uh kill a large mammal yeah. <laughs> with that said i i don't know probably get my weight down a little bit before next week because i i feel like practice went well last time tomorrow's probably gonna go decently but um, you know, hitting that 10 hot dogs in a minute mark. I've only, I only did that in like my first couple of years um, in practice. Uh, my first, my initial dogs per minute's gone down um, you know, as my weight's kind of plateaued here. So it'd be kind of cool to see like coupling like my capacity with that initial speed. Uh, if I could get numbers closer in the high 40s, uh, it's another variable to work on. I only have seven days, so we'll see. Well, have more time in the gym. Seven days. Yeah, but it is. Yeah. Wow. So, like, uh, you said, I didn't. Uh, you said earlier that you're doing your second hot dog run tomorrow, was it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, uh, what did you hit in your first one? 
Uh, my oh, I, oh, actually, I, I, well, I'm not going to go. I can't be super specific because I only cooked up 40 and I finished with uh, more than a minute to spare. So <laughs> I ran out of the 40 that I cooked. So it was a, it was a pretty good pace. Yeah, it was 40 and change. It probably would ended up being, it's hard to say. I just ran out of 40. Yeah, because like it's, it's hard to say when you run out of, or like you, you finish ahead of the time. So. Of course, yeah. No, that's fair. So yeah, which is right. already you know nine more than I finished at the final table last year. So uh, for my first practice, not too bad. Yeah, that isn't too bad. <laughs> well, I must say, good luck with your training tomorrow then. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah. yeah let's see. So uh, yeah, tomorrow might go smoother because uh, did Nick tell you that we had like a hiccup in our first practice? Well, no. Oh, so we were getting we were getting set up to eat outdoors uh, on the picnic table in front of the garage and. Uh, we're going in and out, and a bear shows up. So, what? Yeah. What? So <laughs> bear. Yeah. Bear these things apparently live all over the place in Connecticut. A and, new uh, challenger. So, yeah, Nick, he didn't warn me when I moved across the country. So, yeah. So now there are bears in our backyard, and I'm like, oh shit. Okay, so we move it, everything indoors, finally get everything set up, and it went smoother. But hopefully tomorrow we won't have any. <laughs> You know, random bear appearances. <laughs> and, uh, very calm for someone who had a bear in their backyard. Oh, bear came in. <laughs> so <laughs> annoying. <laughs> you know, come on. We have to go inside. Nick, yeah, the bear's I, back. I, was, I went outside and like was able, he's kind of right around the porch. So I went outside and kind of walked over and kicked the garbage cans over at him. And he, he scurried away. Like most of the time they're more scared of you, he just wanted to eat the garbage, so he's a what kind of bear? A big black bear, probably maybe like six six feet tall, seven feet tall. Oh my god! Enough to rip me to pieces had I gone yeah. too close, <laughs> but like fortunately, you know, they're if you act confident and kind of make noise, they'll typically run away from you. So. I I wouldn't want to stand between a bear and like forty five hot dogs though. So right. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> Do you reckon you could help eat out eat a bear? Um, maybe in the first minute, probably not, you know, for a period of time, but like, I was kind of, I had been fasting for 24 hours, getting ready for that practice, so like, the only thing scarier than the bear in the driveway was me fasting for 24 hours, wanting to start my hot dog practice, so it's kind of needed to get him out of here. All I can imagine is like the most cartoonish thing where you look through the peephole of the door and there's just a bear standing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was. Um, well, it was not Yeah, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully tomorrow, um, you know, it's a bearless practice and uh, things go off without a hitch. Bearless practice. Yeah. That's a, that's a, that's definitely a runner-up for the title. <laughs> bearless <Yeah>. practice. <laughs> you guys have given us a lot of titles we could use for this video. This is brilliant. <laughs> This is a crazy story. You guys bounce off each other so well as well. It's just it's perfect. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Um, so, um, when it comes to you uh, have a oh god, go on. Oh no, you go first, huh? No, it's all right, Richard. No, no, big man, talk first. All right. Oh, big man, call me big man. Let's go a bit bigger, okay? Just ask a right. damn oh. question, Jesus okay, Christ. Okay, let, um, let me ask the question. I was about to ask, and then you interrupted me. Anyway. Oh <laughs> Uh, I asked this last time, but I was just wondering what uh, what are both your favorite eating challenges that you've done? 
like not a competition mode yeah just challenge um no i think the my favorite one was actually a homemade challenge that we did recently i don't know if you had a, a moment to check out we did a like a 10 sushi pound, yeah was it 10 pounds yeah, yeah i don't know the, the big big yeah sushi roll that was fun because we had to like engineer this thing together and, <laughs> and it came out amazingly well, like far better than I thought in terms of uh, taste and the quality and structural integrity. So I was super proud that we even pulled that off. That was my favorite challenge recently. Well, with 3.3 thousand views. That is pretty and, damn good. Sushi yeah, roll. No, that, was, that was definitely a fun one to put together. That one or when she did, um... When she did Brian Shaw's daily diet in one meal, oh, yeah, that was, was um, that, you know, you're talking about a human being that I met in Dallas. that's about six foot 10 and 420 odd pounds. Makes <laughs> yeah. Time. Like I, I shook Brian's hand and it felt like I was sick, shaking like six or five bananas attached to a frying pan. <laughs> like my hand just disappeared <laughs> into his hand. Um, he's another genuinely nice guy, but Brian eats copious amounts of, food i think around 10 to eleven thousand calories the kicker is he's not like these guys that are eating garbage foods to get their calories he's eating steak and chicken and rice and grits and all this and she did his daily meal in which he struggles with on a daily basis in about 40 minutes casually oh my God. at the table so that was a lot of fun to create it made a really cool visual um and it's kind of unbelievable to sit there and just kind of enjoy um, like a four-time world's strongest man's diet in 40 minutes. 10,000 calories in 40 minutes. Like, oh my God. Yeah. So that was, that, is... that was one of the most fun I've had just helping her create that challenge and watching her do it. That's insane. Sounds beautiful. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> no, it does. Like, man, you're like fucking hell. Come on, like. <laughs> thinking, thinking about that much food is making my stomach full. Yeah. <laughs> I'm starving. Yeah, I know. This is making hungry. I was craving Hooters wings earlier when we were talking about those. We can't wait. We can't wait for the all-you-can-eat wings to come back. Was it every Thursday? Every Tuesday and Thursday. Tuesday and Thursday. One of them's useless, boneless wings, but that's we'll take whatever we can at this point. Yeah, boneless wings are guys not are so lucky. <laughs> yeah, we're waiting for those to come back. Oh, gosh. I think oh, I can count on one hand how many all you can eat buffets are in Ireland. Uh -huh. yeah. That's rough. Yeah, I, probably. Well, that, that might be the case zero. here now, so we don't know what the case is going to be now and everything, because like, all the all you can eat places are, I think you're going to have to start like ordering and they bring it to you pre-portioned, so I don't know how people like us are going to oh. do that. <laughs> yeah. That's so. a shame. Yeah, but we'll see. Yeah, 40 of your finest hot dogs, please. <laughs> <laughs> That's insane. Jesus. I'm, oh. What, what, what foods are you looking to, uh, looking forward to after quarantine, boys? Reopening? Um, geez, I'm looking forward to going to Cosmos again. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, oh is that the place up in uh, Liffey Valley, is it? In Liffey Valley, yeah. It's good, good That's, the only, That's the only place I can think that is where it's all, all you can eat. Honest, There's a Moroccan place in uh in Dublin, but it's really, it's, it's kind of weird. <laughs> it's, it's really it's really weird the way they run us. So I don't know if you want to count that one. No man, no. KFC. Oh, you're rock. I'm mad. I'm mad for the KFC man. Oh my god. Did you go anywhere out there? Because Miki actually got to do an all expenses paid trip to Ireland. 
in exchange for competing in a um, an oyster eating contest, which is one of the things <laughs> most of us said we would never. What? Do. Uh, and she hates she hates oysters, but the exchange was you get a free all expenses paid trip to Ireland. So she's like, well, no, screw it. I'll eat mental. oysters. Tell, tell us all about it. it. We pro- we probably know where you've been. Uh, it was a Galway oyster festival. Uh, Wait, again, sorry. Uh, Hillsborough Oyster Festival. I think that was in 2017, maybe. Uh, maybe I did it in 2016, but either way, uh, yeah, Hillsborough International Oyster Festival. Uh, it might be, it, I don't know, is this festival still? Oh, it, wow, there you go. I think they did away with the Oyster Eating Championship, but they had it for many years, and uh, each year they invited two American competitors from the Major League Eating to compete against their reigning champion uh colin uh his last name escapes me right now but he had i mean he didn't really he wasn't a self-professed competitive eater but he was amazingly quick at inhaling oysters so uh, <laughs> I, I you know i i uh i think i did 160 oysters in three minutes and came in second place which sounds impressive but i was actually tied for second place against the other american and there were only three people in the event so i mean oh it's just God. a matter of how you want to spend that <laughs> Yeah, honestly, for me, that, that I didn't, that the oysters didn't come back up, that was a little victory in itself. By the way, I'm looking up Cosmos right now, Authentic yeah. World Kitchen. Oh my gosh, I'm getting that. Cosmos. That. Yeah, they what do they actually do in Cosmos? I've never been there. They do Chinese, uh, food, Italian food, sushi, uh, uh, loads yeah, of desserts. Oh man, how has no one ever told me about this place? <laughs> so we'll go when quarantine's over. Oh man. Right. Best believe. Uh, a trip re- recorded. Show it to these guys. Yaki, World of Asia, Carvery. This, this oh my God, we, we actually yeah. should. Yeah, uh, to be honest, we don't have that many competitive eaters over here, so you guys could walk in there, man. You, you yeah, put them should, out of business. Yeah, we should make like a we should make like a, a podcast dedicated to Nick and Mickey for uh, <laughs> you know, just this trying our best. Up restaurant challenge tour or something that would be fantastic yeah, just, <laughs> if people want to, uh, we'll do a um a gofundme and people can fund us traveling the world and we'll film it just going to yeah. different restaurants yeah. and taking on food challenges like man versus food yeah, only like with 20 times the food and a couple, <laughs> it'll be couple versus food the three of us oh, will do like oh he funded that show the three of us will do is like the best we can in Cosmos and see how it compares. <laughs> Thomas, Thomas will probably eat three wings and be out. <laughs> out cold. We have to carry him out of there. Food coma. <laughs> the sushi they have in there isn't that nice, I'll be honest. It's, uh, yeah, it's, like, you know, it's honestly, like the tuna I, I you get from a can. Uh, okay. mm. Yeah, that's, that's, mm. um, yeah, but it's a good thing about a buffet. You have other options that you can... Yeah. Thomas, well, you better get better at this part of the job. Here, this, this is, this is the like, this is the you go up, you pick, you tap oh. a plate, you go up. It's like you yeah, know, like your, your normal kind of buffet kind of stuff, you know. Oh man, don't show me that. All right, Thomas and Dara, I challenge you guys. Um, a year from now. Man, I'll. <laughs> Man, There's, we all know that I'd destroy everyone. I'll eat you out of house and home. The three of us. 
yeah, there's some tri- <laughs> there's some tricks that we could teach you and like the orders of which to eat food and then what to do to to help you guys make the most of your buffet experience. Uh, you know, try Nick, to make Nick. I'll be in contact later. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Nick. I'll be in contact later. Don't worry. I think I think no, 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 no. I think I'd, I'd pretty much kill these guys. Ah, oh, damn it. You probably wouldn't beat me because you know, fuck that. Man, you've seen my capacity for food. Yeah. <laughs> I just eat and I don't stop. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> Um, I was going to ask you guys before that monstrosity um, <laughs> do you guys prefer sweet or savory foods when you're eating competitively? Oh, competitively, I'd probably opt for savory, but in real life, I mean, I, I just alternate and go both. But. Yeah, exactly. You, that's the one benefit of having a, a virtually bottomless capacity is like you choose both. Like when we went to um, like a, a, a state fair and people were like, well, how do you know which food place to go to? What do you mean which food place yeah. to go to? I'm stopping at all of them. So I'm like, <laughs> you, go, you go back and forth, that kind of helps. I would say in contest, um, I guess I'm. It'd be, it would depend on the food. More so sweet versus savory would depend on like the texture of the food. Maybe sweet... Because um, sometimes I do a little bit better with flavor fatigue than some people. And sweet things can very quickly get old when you're eating pounds and pounds and pounds of them. Yeah. yeah. I think for sweet foods, I end up using more liquid. I, I use coffee more than I realized because just to, just to break up that flavor. Um, but with that said, I hold the world ice cream record um, yeah. at over two gallons in six minutes. So I can't say that I oh eat my God. like sweet food. That's eight liters ice cream. Could you do it? Yeah. 16 and a half pints. Yeah. Yeah. Moxie <laughs> getting a brain freeze thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, if you How'd you do it? World ice cream record or whatever. Uh, actually, I don't know if that... They're probably multiple, but in six minutes, it's definitely a record. Uh, how I I had a lot of motivation. There were just some people that I did not want to lose to that day. I, <laughs> I, I had no business losing that competition to begin with, but uh, I got pushed my limits. Did you have brain freeze after? Uh, no, but you know what? Uh, my core temperature dropped. I felt like my <laughs> my vital organs were shivering. Which probably wasn't healthy. Yeah, when you think oh about it, like sixteen, yeah. you know, sixteen pints of ice cream, basically like one ninth of her one eighth of her body weight was ice cream for a period of time so yeah. it's definitely yeah. going to cool you down yeah so i just, that's I'd find terrifying ways to just warm up real quick. Yeah. you know i want to get like a frostbite from the inside out or something <laughs> oh, i'm fucking od on that you know <laughs> <laughs> i mean that, I, I presume 16 that's that's fairly close to what how what close were you is. Yeah, it's like Mr. Freeze, when Arnold Schwarzenegger played Mr. Freeze in that Batman movie, that's actually how he became Mr. Freeze. was trying to be Ricky in the contest. He got second, and he became Mr. Freeze. He got second and became Mr. Freeze. Jesus. Nah, well, that is... I don't think I could eat, like, my favorite ice cream. Like, I don't think I could eat that much of my favorite ice cream. Was it all the same flavor? Yeah, it was all vanilla, right? No, no, no. Yeah, it was, it was all vanilla. All, all vanilla. Oh, God, I wouldn't know. No. Oh, well, I would Thomas, never have vanilla you, ice cream no, again. Look, you're not trusting my judgment, Thomas. I know my stuff. I'm just, no, I'm just saying. Like, you, you could, they could have, like, thrown, like, a bit of chocolate, right? That, was, that must yeah, be torture. They could have mixed a bowl, a couple of sprinkles. <laughs> it's a cookie dough in there. 
I mean, that's just throw torturous. A of, throw a bit of salted caramel on top. Go on. Be brilliant. Be brilliant. I'd do that now. <laughs> um, but Nick and I took on these ice cream challenges. Uh, where were we? I don't know. And I, I forgot how much those weighed. Well, we have a 20 pound ice cream Sunday we made yeah. on the channel, too. Yeah. yeah, we did that. I don't know. But the thing with ice, ice cream challenges is it sounds great to have all different flavors and toppings and sauces in the beginning. Um, but you quickly lose that variety because everything becomes one big, you know, chocolate, strawberry, gummy Melted bear, mess. cotton candy, caramel soup. With just oh, those, no. like, way too many flavors that don't belong together. Yeah. No, <laughs> I don't know, ice cream challenges, I think, are a lot more fun than they turn out to be. Yeah, it's, it's like the movie Elf yeah. when you're pouring, like, maple syrup and, like, cotton candy. <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. Acorns. Yeah, they quickly become that. So where you're like, would, okay, you, would, you, would you eat that meal? I mean, I would do it for a fun video or something. Just make, like, a bigger version <laughs> of, like, his chocolate spaghetti, whatever he did. Do you guys ever watch He makes all these foods from, like, TV and movies. It'd be really cool to see you guys try, like, do those challenges from movies and TV. What was the, uh, what, sorry, you cut out for a second. Do we ever watch what one? Uh, have you ever seen Binging with Babish? It's a cooking oh, show. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it'd be so pretty I mean, cool to see you guys take on some of the things he's done. Yeah, you know, there's we're always looking for new like video ideas and, and stuff like that. So like some of the ones from movies and TV, and you know, we have some friends that do some YouTube content, and um, and they'll do some of those. So it's like we're not trying to step on anybody's toes, you know, and redo stuff. But like sure, yeah. I mean, you get to an extent where if it's like if it's a public, you know, thing or it's you know um, pop culture, then obviously some of it's gonna have carryover. And, so, yeah, I would definitely love to do some of those. Like, our, our buddy Jeff Esper just did a really cool Blues Brothers thing. I think with, like, four rotisserie chickens and a bunch of toast um, and <laughs> some other stuff. So, like, yeah, there's some there's some cool ones from TV that I've thought about uh, giving a go. What's, like, the one TV or, like, uh, movie meal that you would want to have, like, as a challenge or just as a video? Oh. If you could pick one. I can't think of anything from TV or a movie. That's tough. Um, yeah. I, I kind of just want to spend a day in Japan and eat everything that seems good at the moment. I, I don't know. I, it's, <laughs> yeah. yeah I that's, a, that's a tough one, you know, to be honest with you, just from a movie and stuff. Like, people have asked, they'll mention movies like the um, the Cool Hand Luke 50 Hard Boiled Eggs thing. Yeah. Or like, oh, yeah. The, the Harold and Kumar thing. But those are kind of like, e they'd be easy to do. You know, so it's like if really? I was gonna do something. Yeah. Wait, you're saying the you're saying the Harold and like White Castle challenge is easy. Yeah, it's like Good a good case and some yeah. sodas and some fries or something. Yeah. Like, Wait, the cool down Luke, the eggs, fifty hard boiled eggs. Yeah, like fifty hard boiled eggs would be a piece. She did like hundred and fifteen or hundred and ten in the contest or something. Oh, I don't like that movie anymore. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that dude was supposed to be like, what was it? Like God? Fuck him. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, but I, I think any sort of food challenge, like ideal food challenge, would just have a lot of variety. Yeah. So I, I don't know. That to me is just going to an all-you-can-eat sushi place or something. Yeah, like if if I if there was like a world buffet where everything was insanely good quality, that's where I'd want. I I just want to go. I want Vegas to open back up and nobody to be there, and I just get to walk around Vegas like a zombie town and go to the different buffets. That would be my <laughs> yeah. ideal food with her, of course. Well, you know, that that would be my ideal food challenge. Awesome. 
Uh, yeah, that would be really fun to get to do together. I, I spent like what eight years in Las Vegas, and you know all that to me is normal. But just to be there with somebody who would really, really appreciate it for the same reasons as you know that I did, and one of the few reasons I, I appreciated Las Vegas for the buffet options and because the airport's very, very convenient. And I think Nick could relate to both of those. So it'd be really nice to go do a Vegas trip together, but for reason that you know a totally different reason than your usual couple. Yeah. Yeah. No, very different. <laughs> yeah. That's. Oh. Uh, what do you guys think is going to be the future of your YouTube channel? Because the views on that is crazy. It's doing really well. You're bordering 30,000 subscribers. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, it's a work in progress. Um, we just got some hardware updates that are going to make uh, editing so much easier and so much more convenient. Um, just the, the computer arrived. By the way, I was working with a computer that was like eight years old. So basically everything kind of came to, um, like right around the same day as we found out that Nathan's was happening. So sifting things around, but I don't know. We're definitely, we're excited to make more content together. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun to do stuff together and then still showcase like both of our kind of like individual like talents and differences. Because obviously there's people that watch the channel primarily for her and there's probably one or two people that watch it more so for me, but like doing the stuff with a couple is like the most fun to do. So doing some of that, and then if we could do things as as you know silly as it would seem, some people as like a Vegas trip or like an international trip, and and put things like that on the channel, or once competitions really start to come back and kind of focus on the fact that like a lot of times we're there the day before, or the day after, and we might be enjoying the city, like if we're in Buffalo or Salt Lake City or, or whatever put some of that content up, that would be like fun to do and fun to make the content. So um, hopefully a lot of big eating and then just some um, like some cool couple stuff too, you know, some some adventures that way, traveling and such. Yeah. Well, that, that's cool. Yeah, that is. Oh, actually, I'm, I'm browsing the channel right now. Uh, <laughs> your most popular video, uh, what was it? A uh, girl drinks two liters of Diet Coke without burping. Yeah. Maybe 600,000 views. Woo! Yeah. It's what? I think that got, I think that got a, a push because Matt Stoney did something right around the same time. I mean, it would have been after me because Matt Stoney is an amazing eater. He's done some crazy. He's a, he's a better eater than I am or whatever. Whatever. I mean, but the thing is, I, I actually did that thing and uploaded that video before his successful thing. So I'm going to say Matt's video gave me a push, but I did not copy him. Matt actually has a lot of competitive eaters try that two-liter thing, yeah. and Matt is one of the ones, and this is taking nothing away from him, if there's a major league <laughs> hall of fame, Matt will be first yeah. ballot in there. Matt has a tough time doing the two-liter no-bird. Um, we're all built kind of differently, and that's one of the things he kind of struggles yeah. with. And Mickey, even compared to all the other eaters, it's a piece of cake. Like, we've raced a few times with two liter no burps, and she kicks my ass when it comes to that stuff. <laughs> yeah. It's it's very hard to do, particularly depending on the soda. Um, and so, like, she was one of the first people to really upload that kind of video. And yeah, I really got to push with Matt and then her Nathan's wins. Yeah. So, like I, I didn't, I, I think I might have taken the idea from Matt because Matt tried it and failed. It was like many, many years ago. And then so I uploaded the video, so I didn't copy him, but it, it definitely I want to give credit where credit's due. It wasn't my idea solely, and the views definitely came uh, thanks to his channel. So anyway, those are fun to do. I don't feel like a lot of work goes into them, so that's why I don't upload more of those, even though they're requested a lot. Um, 
I don't know. So it's going to be finding a healthy balance between silly two liter videos and more elaborate things, but yeah. super excited to put out more content. Then, then there's videos you never know how they're going to go. Like we had a lot of fun doing the Joe exotic ridiculous video that we did um, <laughs> where I was, I actually dyed my hair and shaved my beard into a Fu Manchu and you know, she dressed oh. up like a tiger and we did this video and sometimes it just doesn't get the push that you think it's going to. Um, but you never know. Like we're having fun doing it. So it's kind of like figure out where the, uh, the rhythm is and, and what people want to see and then just kind of have put out more fun content. Yeah, I think I think um, like we're, we're putting out content. It's it's better to have fun with it than to uh, yeah, exactly. like, uh, you know, appeal to like the mainstream. I wouldn't know much about fun, especially this podcast, lads. If if I were just trying to get views, I'd be a half-naked girl drinking two liters, and that's not really what I want to be. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, it'd just be, like, super gimmicky, and that's not what I'm about. You know, and I don't want to take away from people who get a lot of views by doing that. Um, But you know what I mean? Like, it's just kind of not my style. Yeah. No, that's actually that's a good point, actually. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, we both could play into like, you know, people have asked me to like eat shirtless or things like that, and it's like I get it, <laughs> I understand the concept, but like that's um, that's all fun and good. It seems we, like cheap views. Yeah, we'd rather be known for the fact that we're both legitimate top ten eaters, um, and if we happen to look good in the process, fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Nick walks around without a shirt. Plenty of times, like I'll catch that. <laughs> You're gonna catch Nick without a shirt, like without trying. So it's just like I don't need to like go and look for footage that I'm per- look for that footage in person. Normally to film a video, I have to put on clothes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Like that. Um, yeah. Obviously, Jared just said he wouldn't know about having fun because there's a running joke about him being a dictator on the channel. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's somewhat true, but uh, yeah, somewhat true. Yeah, but we we don't talk about it too much. There's, there's got to be a there's got to be a natural leader somewhere. Thanks, Johnny. Oh, he's not natural. Well, I wouldn't call him. Forces you upon. Call him a leader. I just call him a dictator. That's okay, back that's to work, or you're fired. I'm trying to give him the benefit keep of the doubt. Fucking type, and then will I fucking anyway? <laughs> <laughs> I know, no, we've great cracked great cracked on the podcast. We got to talk to all sorts of different people. From all yeah. different backgrounds. We've talked to ghost hunters, actors, uh, and competitive eaters. <laughs> and uh, ninja warriors, Olympians. It's amazing. Yeah, it's pretty incredible. Uh, the things that the channel has let us do so far. Like... Yeah. Now you've got a competitive eating bodybuilder. Yeah. yeah. So you're there you go, two and one. A competitive eating bodybuilder and a competitive eating couple. So like, we're, you guys can just keep going. The sky is the limit with the number of people you can interview and type of people. Yeah, yeah, no, it's great, great fun, and uh, obviously, Nick, uh, you've the honor of being the first person on twice. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's been it's been great talking to you guys. Um, I think we've learned a fair bit. Um, in order to beat these lads in a competition, I'm going to be in contact with you guys more. But no, but best of luck with your uh, competition coming up soon. Uh, best look um, we'll definitely be following to see how it goes. Is yeah, it going to be live anywhere? Yeah, is it going to be live? 
I don't know how the broadcast works internationally. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure but, how but it's on the regular, um, not even ESPN too. It's on. It'll be broadcast on ESPN at noon Eastern time. So like Eastern Standard Time, it'll be noon, um, and then again like three or four times over the course of the yeah. day. So. I'm not sure how that ESPN broadcast works, but I imagine it's somewhat internet. Yeah, if you can't catch the broadcast. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to see it after. Yeah, we'll playing, find it anyway. You might have to go to ESPN.com and check it out through the app um, because they, they have the footage all saved. So you might have to do some digging. Um, yeah. But, that, we'll oh, but I'm sure it'll be worth it. Sure, we just want to see you guys. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, um, we'll For our to, favorite um, competitive ears. We'll try to do some social media updates uh, when we're there. Obviously, um, she'll be incredibly busy. With everything going on, but um, try to keep everybody updated. It'll definitely be updated on the channel as soon as we can. Um, it's probably be on ESPN.com and stuff, and everybody can tune in, check it out, watch her go for title number seven, watch her kick some ass. Number um, seven. That, that's actually that's so cool. Seven will yeah. be will be second ever only to Joey Chestnut and Nathan's titles. Uh, well, uh, pretty no pressure, right? More than uh, yeah. <laughs> everybody mentions Kobayashi. Kobe has six titles. If Nikki wins number seven, she will pass Kobe for second ever. That's oh. amazing. Yeah. Well, we're rooting for you. Don't worry. Oh, cool. mm-hmm. oh, I think I racked up one more title just by winning this year. If I do, I mean, assuming I win, I get another belt, but I also get that that honor. Pretty cool. Yeah. Well, that's the look, anyway. I'm actually excited. I never thought I'd be excited to see people eat. <laughs> yeah. I, I never thought I'd be excited to ram hot dogs down my face for 10 minutes either, but somehow we all end up here. <laughs> life choices. Yeah, Make the right ones, kids. It's okay. I met the love of my life by eating hot dogs, so. Aww. <laughs> Aww. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. This is the sentimental part of the podcast. It's going to make me cry. Yeah. Come on, stop, guys. This is a show. <laughs> so um if anyone wants to check you guys out where can they find you uh so youtube.com slash nikki sudo um so we're slowly growing the channel uh and then for me my social media account is omg it's mickey so oh my god it's mickey and mine is uh n w e h r y two four one five um so n weary two four one five those are all my social media links follow hers follow and uh the hungry couple on Instagram, um, you'll see my handsome face in that profile picture. And that'll make it <laughs> distinguish. Um, Follow Mickey and Nick. Yeah. That one's probably a, a better, I don't know, amalgamation of our two competitive eating careers. Yeah. And adventures and exploits. So, yeah. Yeah, we're going to link that below. On. So, if anyone wants to check it out, they oh, can. 100%. Sorry, I feel kind of rusty with all this social media plugging. I just found out you know, yeah. 10 days ago that I was even eating hot dogs. During, so. Yeah, during quarantine, we haven't been doing it, you yeah. know, quite as many um, like news segments and interviews and, and things like that. So really appreciate you guys having us on. Um, it was awesome time, just like last time. Um, I you know, wish you guys all the best and continue. Because like some of your interviews, like the people you've gotten on there, I've been following you guys on social media. I'm like, how the hell? You know, yeah. <laughs> are, you, are you a fan of Black Ops? Yeah, so it's um, it's been yeah. We got we got James C. C. Burns on. That was amazing. Yeah, that was yeah, pretty cool. Keep it going, guys. Thanks so much, man. Thank you so much for coming thanks. on. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us, guys. All right, well, uh, to everyone watching, go and check out uh, Nick and Mickey's channel and their social medias. Uh, like, subscribe, comment, 
Tell your grandma most about the important, podcast. Most importantly, you have to tell your grandma about the podcast. Just do it for me. Exactly. <laughs> All right, now you take it handy. Uh, now you behave. Take it handy. Yeah. Take it handy. Bye.